welcome everyone back to the quest of the stone and stars i am your host dungeon master and grand high poobah of this adventure i am mike when last we left off the party had made it through the woods well what used to be woods that had been cut back they made it to a strange building at the edge of the woods that was flanked by four cloaked figures. And at the end of last session, everyone made a check of a various kind, which none of them passed. So we start off with the results of those checks. Uh, by the way, you guys got no information from those checks. You have four unmoving cloaked figures in front of you. What do you do? Um, I will prep my holy symbol just to be on the safe side. And Haven will take a step forward and see what happens. Once you are within 15 feet of the building, they lurch to life. And we start with combat. Yay! Yay! Oh no! That means some initiatives, yeah. It does mean initiative. So, I need perception checks for your initiatives. I will get the cloaked figures initiatives going. Plus We've got Haven coming in with a 9, Amaril coming in with a 12. Uh, Cece, what did your Thule? I got 16. 16 for Thule and Walter. 15 for Surf and Lake. Professor. 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 Didn't spend all that time learning to be a, uh, whatchamacallit. <laughs> Thanatologist. Really, really <laughs> saved, really saved my ego on that one, but Ooh, wow. lordy, I'm the one who wrote the first. I need to post around, but you know what? Let's just begin this encounter. Don't you call me sir. I'm a thanatologist. I mean, as you said in episode four, which I re-listened to today, uh, Walter's a lot smarter than Dustin, yes. and Professor Walter Finswick is also a lot smarter than me, apparently. But... I'm just gonna leave that one alone. You know, I appreciate that. Fruit. I mean, that's gonna get fixed here soon anyway. But, we've got cloaked figure number one. Pulls out a... Scimitar moves forward, and a bony hand, devoid of any flesh, is what's holding that scimitar, as cool. he rolls to hit. I tried using the dice roller within the game on Foundry here. And that failed, so I'm going back to my dice. We all know how much those work, but I gotta try something here. I've had them blessed in holy water by me. I was gonna try to come up with something clever, but I got nothing. So, uh, and by blessed in holy water, I mean I've got a bottle of water that I might have sprinkled a little on dice. But he walks up swings at Haven and just doesn't seem to get through. No, that's not the right button. That's the right button. There we go. There we go. This one decides instead going to pull out a short bow. Action one. Again, skeletal hands pulling out the short bow. Taking aim at Haven. Shot one. Oh, critical miss. <laughs> wow. All right. I tried the foundry dice yet again. And as as you heard, they they know that I rolled a critical fail. 
And they just really like us. Haven, you have your holy symbol out, and the arrow bounces off of your own holy symbol <laughs> and strikes the creature in the face. The Blinding. one that's right in front of me? Or no. No, it ricocheted off and went unerringly back and just snipped some of the, the robe that's over into its eyes, and he is now blinded. Well, I don't know. I can't really gender a skeleton. I'm using he as just a general. I don't have the, I mean, the with experience the right, to... With the right artistic tools, you could. I mean, he's got bones, doesn't he? Oh gosh. <laughs> we he's they're they're cloaked, so we can't see the width of the hips and make, you know, educated guesses that they really don't use that much for that sort of thing. That's just a myth. And but Thule, it is your action as that skeleton got real confused. Okay. So hmm. I think that I'm going to, she's going to go ahead and pull out her bestial mutagen. She tears the cork off with her teeth and chugs it back. Down the hatch with the bestial mutagen. I like it. Take one off the sheet there and then. Oh, thank you for doing it for me. I, I get to be lazy. <laughs> I'm just not used to you knowing what to do, so I'm just. I, I know, it's, it's a shock, isn't it? It is. <laughs> and then I will pull it off of my macro bar because once a week I have to remember how to actually use this program. Boundary, it's very easy to use unless you're an idiot like me. Then it becomes a bit harder. But, uh, where is that? It's not under? That effect. Oh, where'd it go? Equipment effects. There we go. I swear I am a professional. Um, I've lost where the bestial mutagen is. So let me take a look here. Did you look up your butt? Oh, burn. How does that? I don't like anybody tonight. I'm going to try to murder you all now. All right. Anyways. You are beastly mutagenated as you suddenly grow hair, looking like a werewolf kitty. So. Pulling out the like the bottle and like drinking it, that took two actions, right? Correct. Okay. Well, actually, you have your potions prepared about your person, so it's just one action to drink it. Oh, okay, so I can move forward and attack. Because yeah, they're not sitting in a container. You make them and have them ready to go. Okay. Yep. So, so you have two actions remaining. I'm going to move forward and attack the monster. All right. Roll me a to hit. What are you using? Claws. All right. Roll me that claw attack. Okay, so that's plus five. All right. So that is a constructed 23. A constructed 23 is a hit? Give me damage. Alrighty. I'm just going to roll on here because I don't feel like doing it. That's perfectly A-OK. -okay. With four points of damage, you connect, ripping a hole in the cloak, revealing the ribcage of the creature. And your claws don't actually seem to scratch the bone. That's concerning. And that is all three of your actions. 
Professor Sir Walter Fenswick. Oh, Professor Sir Walter Fenswick. Archduke. Um, he is going to look over at Miss Amaril and say, I'll take care of the one on my side. And he is going to stride out to here. And did we have weapons out entering this or no? Uh, I figured you had some sort of weapon out. You guys walked up and were very... Uh, you guys were walking with purpose through the forest, so you weren't... You were keeping armed and armored because gotcha. of all the traps you kept finding. Alright, so first action, I will shoot at my friend here with my short bow. Okay. Alright, no devise a stratagem on this one. Nope. Oh, that's a 15 on the die for a plus 6, so 21 to hit. 21 is a hit. What's the damage? Uh, short bow is 1d6, 5 points of damage. Your arrow goes clean through its chest, missing hitting anything. You actually just shoot it through the ribs. Perfect. You hit and it, but didn't even chip a piece of bone off of it. So, Fenswick will say, Well, arrows don't seem to be very effective. And he will place his bow gently on the stump located right in front of him. Uh, drop that. And to drop. Oh. Uh, I think all. We already did a. Did we do a check on these actual creatures? No, you didn't know what they okay. were at the time, so all of those checks were kind of moot. So okay. if you'd like so to know it, now. Yeah, is there anything I can do now as far as a recall knowledge? Yes. Um, do um, I just give you a knowledge, or... You will roll a... You do... That is a religion check. Alrighty, I'll roll religion. Does this count as part of my follow a lead thing, where I get my bonus one? You are not certain how these skeletons fit into this investigation. Okay, so, nope, but I did roll a 16 with a plus 5, so that is a 21 religion a on 21 what these things religion. may be. Well, they are definitely skeletons, mm -hmm. and with that roll, do you want... I would like a, a weakness if they have it, or an immunity or resistance. Okay. They are resistant to cold, electricity, fire, piercing weapons, and slashing weapons. Great. Um, so, Fencewick will repeat that and say, it might behoove you to... Uh, Use something a bit more blunt. And that will be his turn. Okay. And we move to this cloaked figure. Who? Let's see. Walter shot at it. Walter got close. Pulls scimitar. Moves up. And will target Walter. I'm not going to use Foundry's dice. I'm oh, using my oh, dice. Only on me. Huh? All right, all right. I'm using my dice. Right. And I rolled my dice. And it missed. Yeah. I missed by one. I yeah. got a 17 total. Yeah. And Walter has 18 AC. Go, Walter. This last one. Going yeah, to... Yeah. Who's its target? Pull scimitar and goes after Amaril. And Amaril does a 23 hit you. Yes. As you take 
seven points of damage as that thing walks up and just slashes you open with a scimitar. Wow. That that was a bad that was a bad wound. But it's your turn. How are you gonna respond? I don't know. I had a plan, but now he's in my face, so I think I'm too close for this to work. <laughs> what's, what's, what's the plan? Telekinetic projectile was what I was gonna do. You can still try that. Still try You're that. not certain if it's got an attack of opportunity or not. I forgot to target him. That is okay, because an 18 will hit. I just suddenly just, a. Uh, Pebble comes up from the ground and thwaps it. Roll damage. That's a five. That is a five. That skeleton rumples. Like crumbled? Like, oh! As there, in... Emerald gives, like, this very enthusiastic, like, jump, forgetting she's injured, and then is like... <laughs> Ah, that was stupid. <laughs> Your enthusiasm is typically infectious. Speaking of infections, you may want to get that wound checked. You have one action left. I can't remember, like, if I have a potion I'm looking right now. Uh, it doesn't look like I have one. And I don't have any healing spells, so I'm going to use my last one to cast shield. Cast shield on yourself. And, unlike earlier, because I only make the mistake once, you have shield on you. Thank you. I was trying to figure out how to put it on me myself, but um, I was struggling. Where it says spell effect, all you have to do is just drag that onto your token. Okay, onto the token. Okay. Yes. But, Haven, it is your go. And I think you're muted. Oh, Haven. Oh, Haven. I think his battery died. I, I don't know what he's doing. He's in, typed an invisible message. Hmm. All right. Well, His while we're waiting out. Ah. What happened? All right. So my guess is Haven just explodes. Ah. Haven's Four. going to three action heal. Go ahead and roll that bean footage. Ooh, big six Anyone on the die. Injured can to get six points of healing while I roll three saves. There we go. Oh, that feels much better. Thanks, Haven. And they get a fortitude save, which for some reason. It's acting funky. All right, let's try this. Haha. -ha. No, that's not. All right, technical difficulty theater continues as I'm just going to roll. I was trying to be fancy and roll it on the thing, but I failed yet again. So, DC 14. We've got a 13, a 13, and a 4. <laughs> So, this figure takes six points of damage. Oh. Oh. Oh my. Uh, they're all they're all defeated. Yeah. As Haven. just taps into his divine threshold and drops 
a healing. With that, combat's over. Man, I bet this you wish you had rolled. This is the part where Haven says something like, See, I told you, insert deity name here, would provide a way for us. I think it was more something like, You have been havened. <laughs> but we can go ahead and pause for the moment, and we'll cut this out so that James can get back in. Just exploded. Okay, I got us all fixed, and we are back recording. All right. And we're back. While we were gone, Walter looted some arrows and a scimitar. and. The, the floor is open. It is your guys's go. Well, that was a. Uh... I'm going to pick anything up because I don't want to be encumbered. <clears throat> is there anything you would like me to carry for you, ma'am? It's quite all right. I just don't want any of these things. So, Haven will kneel down, say a second prayer, because he did call down the healing burst with a prayer, and then rise up, and while they're busy looting the bodies, he will step towards the doors and start examining them. All right. What are you checking for? Uh, first and foremost, I'm going to do my best to see if it's trapped. All right. I'll that for you. Yes. You don't believe it's trapped. It looks clear. <laughs> and then I will give a gentle. Does it have like levers or is it a like a doorknob or? Uh, these are levers. I'll give it a gentle little twitch to see if it's locked. Does not appear to be. I'll I mean, if it were. It would click when you, it would make a little clicky noise when you clicked on it. Look over at my compatriots and, well, friends, I believe that we should go ahead and head on in. And then I will swing. Oh. It appears to be locked when I try and swing it open. It shouldn't be. I must have a setting turned off. Oh, it's one of those delayed doors. Interesting. One of those... I don't know what module to click on to fix that. If you right-click on the door, it should change it from a lock icon back to... I don't... Ha it's not showing as a locked icon. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. All right, shall we proceed? Absolutely, you two lead the way. Really doesn't see anything of interest. Yeah, let's go. I'll step on in. And the first thing I notice is that the floor is tiled in such a way to make it appear to be a skull. And I will is. look around and say, well, I do not believe that this bodes well for our immediate future. And Fenswick will just do a perception check in the room to see if anything catches the eye for a 19 total. A 19? Other than the rough cut stonework that is laid specifically to look like a skull, all you notice is that there are three doors at the end of the hall, like a crown on top of the skulled head. Peculiar, but I'd say we advance. It's totally or pick up anything about, like, you know, maybe where, like, the origin of the tile is or anything like that? Uh, do you have craft engineering or? That is a good question. Um, let me see. <laughs> uh, I do have engineering, actually. Then go ahead and roll me an engineering check. 
I rolled crap. I only got 11. 11? You're not certain? I mean, there's nothing really special about the stone. It's just they've found a darker stone that to set next to a lighter stone. You can't even really tell specifically, like, if they would have moved it in or anything like that, but it is laid firmly. Um, given that role, you don't believe there's anything hidden underneath the stone. Um, as a matter of fact, you could actually even just pry up the stone and just see bare earth underneath. So it's just setting on top of the earth. The way you worded that makes me concerned, but I'm just going to hope that it means that there's nothing. <laughs> you can uh, hope Haven, all you want. Haven, does this um, skull have any religious semblance to you that you know of? Uh, let's see. And with a religion check of... Oh, where's my... Religion skill at. Be under the R's. Yep. Um, total of 14. 14? I the uh, symbology here. Well, you had assumed you were going up against the Whispering Way previously, but as far as religious symbolism, the only one you could think of that would glorify the skull like that would be Ergothoa, the Pallid Princess. Ah, friends, this could be dangerous for us. I believe that Ergothoans are here, and with the undead that we face outside, it is a definitive possibility that we will face one. Does Thule know anything about them? Uh, if you want to make a religion check, go for it. What was that? I, I think I might take a break from using my own dice. Uh, <laughs> I got a four. Four? Wow. You are certain that this is a temple to Ergothoa, and it might actually lead to her realm. Gotta love critical fails on knowledge checks. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys hear me? Uh, no, you cut out. You cut out. Oh, uh, she's just gonna like kind of be a little bit suspicious of this of this uh, entire area. How long does your bestial mutagen last? Oh, let me double check because I was actually going to ask that in a minute. Let me check uh, as well. One minute. And at that moment, as the hair had started to rise on the back of your neck, the hair all falls out. Oh, man. So Thule once again gets. Very paranoid, and then all of her hair falls out. That just sounds like really bad anxiety. <laughs> it seems to be a theme for your character, and I'm kind of here for it. I mean, she is a cat, and cats are easily spooked, so we'll go with it. All right. What now? Um... Professor Fenswick will actually sheath the new scimitar he grabbed and pull out a sap, remembering about the bludgeoning damage. And then you'll see that he also uh, rolls up one of his sleeves, um, as to suggest that he may put up his dick beaters to dance later. Oh my. And he'll move forward. Uh, just remember, saps are non-lethal, so right. if you're going to try to hit lethally, you will take a take minus a two. 
I'm still processing that you called his hands dick beaters. Well, that's what the dick I mean, beaters for. Is the saps are non-lethal. It's an accurate name. Yeah. I mean, it's like, not, like, what? <laughs> Put up so, your dick beaters, let's dance. So are, so are your fists. Your fists are also non-lethal, so no dicks were harmed in Walter Finsler's <laughs> life. <laughs> Mine's still considered unlethal because I'm proficient in them, I believe, right? You're proficient in armed armed fighting, but you don't have anything to turn them from lethal to non or from non lethal to lethal like a monk would have. Hey, copy, copy, copy. Okay, cool. I'm gonna double check that because I could be nope. Fists are non lethal. Do one D four bludgeoning. Yep. Copy. All right, I will come up to this door and do a perception check on it. This is uh, the far right door out of the three that we have option to us. Uh, and that's a 23 on my perception to check for anything out of the ordinary traps. Something it's of that nature. unlocked and doesn't appear to be trapped. All right, colleagues, shall we? Indeed. Absolutely. I guess. I'll stay here in the center of the room for the moment. And the door worked. Yep, the door opens. And... What do I see? What you see is another darker stone. Not the same dark that is in the skull portion. Um, Much more rough-hewn versus the flooring. Um... The walls look to be supported by pillars of timber, and there's just blood stains all over the floor. Um, can I do some and, sort of like oh, go ahead. medicine or something to Absolutely. investigate those blood stains? Absolutely. Um, go ahead and roll that. Uh, ten total. Not That's definitely certain. blood. And you even notice there are a couple of pails of just congealed blood in the corner of the room. Interesting. This was uh, some sort of maybe like a holding area for a wounded creature, but they also collected the blood in a couple pails. Um, then he's just going to shut the door back ever so slightly. Not nearly as hard as what the... <laughs> Foundry made it seem. Uh, uh, shall we Shut check the, the next? In, please. Slam. Slam. Yeah. Does anyone uh, know why this group would I mean, be collecting blood? Perhaps for some nefarious ritual. Urgothoa likes to bring about the new existence of undead. Which I'm assuming is what we fought outside. Indeed. Walter, with your 25 on that door, it looks clear. Alright, as I move to the middle door, do my perception, and I have sap ready to swing at anything inside, and I seem to see a blank chamber. You know, upon first review, it does look blank, but you know what's odd? There's just there a little seems bit to of be dirt discolor. right there. Oh, so I will do another perception check inside the room just to make sure there's not any traps on any of the flooring, I guess, or where I would step. Give me a perception uh, check and add your plus one. I'll add a plus one to that, so that'll make it a 17 total. A 17? With a natural look. What I roll something. There's a door. There's a door. Right there. Mm-hmm. It seems I may have found a, a hidden passageway, maybe, or uh, at least one blended in to not be sought out by the uh, curious onlooker. Uh, would we Which... like to continue down this or check uh, the following door to the west here? I would recommend that we check this last door in this room. 
Yeah, I I'm not for going down some random dark hallway. Just saying. I will shut that door back and move down to door number three. It's a new car. Let's see what you've won. Uh, you've 14 won a... for a 21 on the perception on the door. And you won a... It looks clear. Mm, another bloodstained blood room. Uh, another perception just in the room real quick. Just to make sure I'm not missing anything. A 10 for 17 total. Nothing else out of the ordinary here. There's no buckets in this room, but it seems to, again, be somewhere that a wounded creature may have been. Shall we uh, explore this hall? Yes. Now we can continue. The uh, I guess if you guys are going, I'm not being alone in this room. Now, the question becomes, what are we doing for light? As that hallway... Is goes underground. I can see just fine. I have low light vision. How well can I see in that? Fenswick has a torch. Do 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 do. do. Fenswick lights a torch. I do have a torch. You take one off there. Load back in here. Do do do. All of those, and I will give Benzoic not that button, that button. That light is right. Uh, Adjust uh, the uh, color. Um, there we go. I can't remember the the setting, but you color intensity. Yes, color intensity. So intense. Oh, Tully, you can go right ahead if you'd like. Tully does not want to go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Fencewick will travel a few, few couple moves here. Comes up to a split. Um, the dirt right. path, as you go down, it leads genuinely, generally downward. It's rough dirt. There are timbers interspaced about every three feet that look like those trees that had been felled on your way here. Keeping ah. the roof from collapsing and the walls from falling in. A sort of like mineshaft idea. Some stabilization. Oh, I reckon I will... Seems to be a bit of a path down to the right. Um, do I need to do perception checks as I go, or, like, how do you no. want to do this so it's not a grinding halt? No, I, if you're checking for traps, I will make the rolls, because those are supposed to be secret anyway. Okay, yeah, yep. so, I mean, I'll just, I'll do perceptions every seem to movement or so. Our bard behind. Amaru, my dear! Maybe, maybe she has. There you go. There she is. There she is. All right. Uh, so we'll just say a perception after each movement, just as we're kind of carefully yep. skirting along here. I will let you know if you find anything worth noting. So I'll check a uh, door straight ahead to the north. I come to the end of a hallway with a door to my west and to my north. I'll check the north one first with an it 18 is. total unlocked and this door is made of rough split timber it is very it's not like it's rough hewn it hasn't been planed down um oh, pretty it's, it's just function yes happy and then i will check the door to the west as well do, 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 do. door to the west seems to be set in what looks to be a natural vein of stone versus the dirt path that you've been on currently. Um, shall we advance forward or to our left? 
look Honestly, back at the group. I do not believe that it would be a matter as we will have to cover both at some point. You will open the door in front. Oh, perception check city. Da da da. A ten total. You. It looks clear. And let's let everyone follow up. Staying in the same order. Can Tuli do a perception check before she moves forward? I was just trying to make enough room for everybody. You you can absolutely. I got a nineteen. Nineteen. You hear the creaking of bone as Walter Haven and Amaril pass you, and that leads us to initiative. As oh boy, the oh no, don't want to do that. The heck! All right, got to reload real quick. Would you like a new initiative for me, or use that perception check that I did for the room? Oh no. No, that was to hear what was coming. You did not. Can Tuli say something like, hey guys, stop! Well, you say, hey guys, stop! And that's where we start the initiative. And we do just that. Right. They stop. Let me get everyone added to the combat here. All right. So, looks like Amaril's in at a 21. And those of you who are using Foundry can roll it on there. Those I would like are... to roll it manually. Uh, no, you just rolled a 6. Thank you very much. <laughs> you are I, I regret this decision. As what looks to be Animal skeletons are coming your way. <clears throat> um, Walter, what's your initiative? Uh, ten was my perception from earlier. No, I need a new one. Oh, okay. I thought you said no. No, I, I said, said no, roll a new one. Oh, okay. Well, Haven, then... while we're waiting on Walter to get his shit together, what's your roll? Oh my God, 19. You. It's like my wife changing your story. He didn't change his story. Oh my gosh. 15 total. Dude. Eight on the die. Very nice. Very nice. We begin with Amaril. Oh, Amaril. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you could see anything yet. No, no, I cannot. So I'm going to move up here next to Haven, maybe? Uh, when you're moving, hit the space bar and allow you to set a waypoint. I still can't really see. I, can I kind of see that one? You can see ever so slightly piles of bones. Uh, okay. Um, I mean, you still have movement left in your movement, though. How much you moved 15 feet. You have a 30 feet base movement speed. Well, now you can see what looks to be an animal skeleton that's moving around. I'm gonna yeet something at it. Telekinetically. Okay. Do the thing. Roll your attack. I'm clicking the buttons. There we go. That is a 16. A 16? Hits the badger skeleton. Honey badger don't care. And that will be 5 damage. 5 damage. Unlike the ones outside. This one did not crumple as you hit it. And that is your turn. You know what's fun? Is it's its turn as it moves forward. Angry at the audacity that you had to hit it. I mean, it doesn't really have that. So 
So we rolled a hit. An 11 will miss as it tries to bite you with its skeletal jaws. And then... I'm so glad it missed. Right. But with its last action, it missed you by one with its skeletal claws. Haven. All right. So Haven, <clears throat> I'm assuming that we still would have had our weapons out. Yes. I, I do. I'm not certain which weapon you had out. You can go ahead and tell me, knowing that you were walking into a potential den of undeath. The, the poly tool. The poly tool, yeah. And I do not remember for modular weapons. Does it take an action to switch the mod? It does. All right. So one action to stride forward. I will switch my uh, poly tool around to be a bludgeoning weapon. And then I will attack this undead badger that came forth. It's an 18 on the die. Plus my three for my poly tool. That's going to be a 21 total. 21 hits. All right. And the poly tool, I believe, does a D6 damage. Yes. Double check. Yep. So 1d6 bludgeoning. I got a two on the die plus zero for my strength. So a total of two bludgeoning. And you crack it. There's more bits of bone flies off of it. And that is my turn. Coming out is another badger skeleton. Moves there on its first move. And then... Badger, 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 badger. Burrows. Through the earth. To pop up in front of... Amaryl and Haven. And is targeting... Haven. Definitely, like, screams a bit when it pops up next to them. Yeah, because you saw it stop behind its friend and then literally just scrabble through the ground to pop up right in front of you. But it's very startling, so there is a scream. I'm not going to do it and kill everyone here, though. It goes after Haven. And since Haven's AC is not very good, it will hit. I mean, it's a 15. <clears throat> a 15 is not better than a 17. True. So you take six points of damage as it bites into you. But that is its turn. Then we go on to the big one. The big one. Moves 20 feet to get to there. And is also targeting Haven, first with the jaws. All right. Well, the run of the dice had had enough. As this thing got frustrated with its inability to bite Haven as it comes around your holy symbol flashes and it shies away in frustration, giving it a minus two penalty to attack rolls until the end of his next turn, because yet again, <laughs> another critical failure. Oh no. I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh yeah. No, that's, that's perfectly okay. As it's last action, it's coming at you with its claws, a plus seven on that. I rolled a seven. So a 14 does not hit nope. Haven. Walter, with the sap in the bone room, what you doing? Uh, if I move to the square, can I still strike him, or is that going to be the wall? No, you got, you got a good line on him. Okay, great. I will move to there, 
devise a stratagem. Roll that the sap is agile. It's a 15 for that, so then my strike will be a 15 plus my intel. And are you going lethal? Uh, yes. Okay, so it'll be a 16 total. Yep. Oh, wait, so no, because you, yep. you add your... Whole, my intel's the same. Right, but you also have your train. So my train, your, my train. You you would add a plus three to the total because you are your sap strikes at a plus four because it's not agile, is it? Yeah, it's agile. Oh, okay. Yeah, saps are agile. It's agile, not finesse. That's what I was missing. Yeah. So you have a base plus four, so you lose. So minus two, so it's a fifteen plus two. Well, so 17 total. That's striking with your um, strength. So your base is a plus 6 with your end. So you have a 19 total. So oh, that was yeah, a lot yeah, of math. You're right. There. You're right. I'm, I'm understanding what you're saying. Okay, but so... You hit. I hit it with Le Sap. You hit the giant uh, badger um, skeleton. So I will get... My precision damage on top of this, which is another d6. Um, so that will be seven damage total. And it takes all of it. Excuse me. And that will be my three actions. Now, all of these skeletal creatures I created for this game, those will be up on our Patreon if you want to see the stats for them and use them for your own games. Julie, it is your go. Rocking in with that last six. Alright, so she's going to move forward to get a better look of what's going on. Ah, no, I'm going to move. Thank you. Alright, so she can see the... skeletons. Yeah, they, there are definitely skeletons. Crap, everyone's close. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, let me see here. Because she has found that obviously the bees gel mutagen doesn't really work on them. So in ten feet. Okay. So if I sorry. You cut out. Uh, sorry. If I if I go behind like this the badger that's in front of Haven, would that hit Haven or Amaril? No, but it wouldn't it would only hit them with the splash damage. Yeah. I don't you do have a sling that you can throw stones with, though, and that's bludgeoning damage. And you that do know true. from the skelly fight outside that they have quite a few immunities. Now, that's, that that's those skeletons, but I would assume that these ones will have similar ones. Probably. Okay. Um, I guess uh, she just pulls out her, her sling and... Uh, I don't have to have, like, rocks in my inventory, right? Um, if you have rocks in your inventory, you're able to pull the sling and load it. You'll have to spend an extra action picking up one from the ground. There are plenty strewn around, though, so you are perfectly fine with that. Okay, so, that, that's what I was wondering. Like, I know it's, like, supposed to be a dirt area, but I didn't know if there's rocks. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, this is, this is rough turn, but you moved up. You drew your sling, and then you had to grab a rock. So that is your turn. Okay. But you are ready to throw next round, and then you can pick up another rock and do another sling throw and be able to do it that way. Okay. You're basically having to reload it like a crossbow since you don't have a pile of pebbles ready to go. I had a feeling. Well, at least she's hanging back, so. Yep. All right. That will be my turn, then. Amaryl. My turn. Okay. There's two I small ones one. and one big one. Still have the one small one targeted, and the uh, telekinetic projectile seems to be working the best. As you pick up a loose stone from the area and zip it at it, roll that beautiful bean footage. Oh, come on. 13. Maybe. 
you, you do have a hero point if you want to use it. No, but it was like teetering between like the whenever I actually rolled and the uh, 20 and I was sad. I, do I still have one more action? Yes. Uh, I will cast shield on myself. All right. I will give you the opportunity to put it on yourself this time. And you did it. I did it. All right. We move on to the badger skeleton. Got two targets. Oh. Somebody's closing and opening doors there. I didn't mean to hit it. My like mouse messed up for a minute and I was trying to click on my character. That's fine. It happens. You can just we've, click C. We've all done it. It misses Amaryl with the jaws because of the shield spell. If you did not have that, it would have gotten through as it gets very close, but the magic shimmers in front and just stops it short. So since you're magicked up, it's going to instead take its claws out at Haven. That is a miss. Not a critical miss, finally. And... Final claw attack at Haven also misses. We move to Haven. All right, Haven. Um, he is going to. This seems to be all of them. So he is going to, as a single action, cast. Ooh. Oh, no. I won't cast that. I will, I will save that. He will cast Magic Weapon on himself for two actions. And I will apply it. Holly Tool. And for his last action, then he's going to swing at that same um, Undead Badger. Okay. That's 13 on the die, plus 4 is 17 on the uh, already injured badger. Hits. Ooh, see if I can roll better damage this time. I well, did. you got two of them. Uh, Does a magic weapon get you an extra dice of damage? Oh, that's true, that's true, that's true. Um, so that's going to be 4... And three more, so a total of seven bludgeoning. That badger goes down. And with that, we move on to next week. Boo! <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Um... Check out our, our Patreon, where you can get these maps, all of the monster stats for the things that I've created for this game, and help us get better, because, you know, you're getting what you pay for right now. <laughs> and then, also, check out Poppet's Coffee, poppetscoffee.com. We all we are love fueled, Poppets. We are fueled by the Highlander Grog, mostly, that is... A lot of our favorites. I highly recommend it. If you don't like it, you're wrong. It's okay, though. Um, other than that, check us out on all of our socials. Listen to our other shows. And uh, we'll see you, everybody. See you next week, folks. Bye. Bye. Adios. Quest of the Stone and Stars actual play podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Quest of the Stone and Stars is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. The bumper music was created by The Simulacri. All other music, ambience, and sound effects created by Monument Studios. Knights of the Smith Dinner Table, Quest of the Stone and Stars, and all associated logos are property of Knightsmith Games, LLC.